You're listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies gaming podcast. I am joined by the worst gynecologist on the planet, Kyle Sandin. My God. (laughs) (laughs) This just keeps escalating every week, isn't it? (laughs) A doctor that has been sued three times for malpractice, Hunter Seelock. I believe it was four. It was four times. They couldn't Forgive prove me. it. <laughs> they couldn't prove it. And um, and we also have the special, wonderful, lovely guest of Hunter's roommate, Alexis, here today. Just roommates. Only friends. Best roommate. We don't share a bed. <laughs> Very platonic roommates. Alexis is Hunter's wife, and she so kindly agreed to be on the show this week. And then we have Out of the Mist... Emerging like some kind of undead pirate of the Caribbean, we have Brooks Nickel. How's it going, Brooks? What's up? It's going good. It's going good. I'm glad to be back back amongst the mainlanders. Yeah, dude. A what's in the box original gangster. Back. Tell us about your Caribbean sexual walkabout. It was great. It was it was great. It was uh, mostly on a ship, um, so wasn't walking a lot. <laughs> uh, Were you in a wheelchair on the ship? No, 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 I wasn't. I guess I did walk on the ship. You're right. Way to poke holes in that. Um, no, it was good. It was good. It was a good time, man. Um, good cruise. Got to spend some time with my family. Um, no, no sexual misadventures. So, do you care? Well to- planned walk back you know <laughs> we we received a letter of resignation from you you received f- a, a pinky toe <sighs> with your was it your saturday night pinky toe on it <laughs> <laughs> it seemed to be his favorite pinky ring as i remember uh, yeah his favorite pinky sounds like toe misadventures ring. to me <laughs> yeah no uh i i might have got a little intoxicated uh i feel like that uh, letter of resignation was forged but I don't know. I'm I'm obviously still here, so I didn't have to grovel to get back. The lie detector determined that was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started with a little bit of news. So this week, um, we kind of sizzled this on the last episode, but uh, we got a lot more information on Respawn's new game, Jedi Fallen Order, which will release this November. Single-player game, no microtransactions, no multiplayer. Uh, story-driven trailer. Did uh, any of you guys see this? Yes. Fantastic yes. looking. Yeah, um, it looks great. Um, beyond thrilled. <laughs> it looks like quintessential Star Wars, which is, I don't know, there, there hasn't been a game, I think, that really felt that way. I mean, the Battlefront games do feel like Star Wars for sure, but a story-driven game that looks and feels just yeah. like a movie. Well, not since, what, Force Unleashed 2? Yeah. Yeah, it does kind of have that same vibe, uh, yeah. which those games were fun. Um, I, I don't know that I ever actually beat one. I think I played both of them, but yeah. Uh, so maybe that doesn't bode well with my commitment to this game. They haven't shown any gameplay yet. There's some interesting tidbits in that trailer. There's some wall running, which is a, a respawn signature. And during mm-hmm. their live reveal of it, um, the president of, of respawn, he was talking about how they... I believe it, the game's going to be third person. Um, he talked about how you know they had built all these mechanics for years, and then you back out and you have to reshape them for having a character model in front of you and stuff. So I'm excited about that. 
I'm a, I mean, I'm a huge third person fan. I almost prefer it over first person games. So, yeah, I'm I, pretty stoked about that. Yeah, it looks great. I, I, I kind of like the setting of the dark times where you're going to have to be. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping there's going to be some kind of stealth component. Component, excuse me. As yeah. you know, I don't know what. It, I don't know. I just, I kind of like that, that time era that they're doing it. It seems, it seems pretty good. I saw they're not, they're not using the frostbite engine, which. Tickle right. me pink. They're going to be using the Unreal <laughs> yeah. Engine to build that, so that that made me happy as oh, well. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, respawn is EA's last holdout, dude. They they don't they won't <laughs> bend the knee on that. Both Apex and that one, and, and the Titanfall games. Titanfall games run on Source Engine, as does Apex. Yeah, is it is it going to be? Do you, I I saw the trailer. I didn't read any anything sure. more about it. But was was there any talk about it being like an RPG or action adventure? They they likened it more to action adventure. They didn't talk anything about like um, skill trees or anything like that y- yet. I would I I have to imagine that comes into play in some capacity. I'm just um, wondering if there's any like dialogue options. Um, yeah, I didn't see anything on that. It's uh, pretty early. They they've been pretty tight lipped on it on most yeah. of the stuff I've seen because it's still it's still quite a ways out. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think one thing it has going for it, like you talked about, Hunter, is it's set in that that time after the uh, episode three or whatever, where you know they've executed the is it Order sixty six? What is it? That's correct. Yeah, where they're executing all the Jedi's and stuff, and he sneaks away from that and is living incognito and trying to kind of hide in plain sight, just work a regular job. But there's like the mystery of what's up with his lightsaber. They're teasing that there's some component there. So um, I like the new Stormtrooper design. And one thing that seemed interesting to me is they're talking about how they, (laughs) when they initially kind of built out early versions of the game, you'd be fighting like a bunch of people at once. And it was kind of that thing where, you know, you'd hack and slash and kill them in one or two hits. And it's moved to more of like almost a Dark Souls vibe where it's, Ooh. these guys have you know the ability to block and parry you and stuff and and they're more kind of deliberate fights and not just like burning through people so yeah that time that time is good that sounds Can the awesome troopers hit anybody in this game <laughs> yeah <laughs> they finally break their stereotype it's yet to happen. be seen i'm sure they won't alexis are you are you much of a, a star wars fan just no, general. I definitely grew up watching all of the movies with my dad mostly. Um, so I'm definitely, you know, it's nostalgic for sure. Yeah. I may have stolen my grandparents' VHS tapes of the original three at one point to watch over and over. Did you ever return these copies? Uh, you know, no, I think I eventually did. <laughs> But no, I'm excited just like as a wife who likes to watch her husband play certain games like Assassin's Creed and just that style. Watching that trailer, Josh, you mentioned it seemed like almost like a movie. And so from that aspect, I'm excited because I'm like, yeah, you can buy that. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Permission, baby. That's awesome. (laughs) What's next on the news agenda? What do we got here? S5 specs. The rumors. I should say rumors. I know it's an Xbox Xbox podcast, but this is kind of a, a know your enemy type situation. So (laughs) (laughs) I like it. So there's a handful of, and there are just kind of rumors again at this point, some more wild speculations you've come to expect from this crew. But uh, so far it looks like stuff like (laughs) PS4 games, (laughs) PS4 games will be backward compatible. Uh, PS5 looks like it'll be up to 8k resolution. 
Is that even a real thing? Barely. Yeah, it will be in a few years. Brooks, can you elaborate on that? Brooks Brooks, uh, is a manager at an electronics store. Do you sell any 8K either monitors or television sets at this point? Yeah. um, Samsung has an 8K out right now, and um, some more will be rolling out, um, which will be cool. I mean, it's going to look better, but there's a lot that goes into that, you know, with TVs, lighting sources, um, stuff like that. So. It's it's kind of like Hunter said. It's it's hard to tell right now what you're going to get, what's going to be great, and and what's going to work at the moment. So. All right. It looks like um, they're going to have a custom solid state drive okay. built in, which uh, mm. there's no rumor that I've found as to how how big it's going to be. Like it's going to be one or two terabytes. It's it's got to at least be a terabyte, right? But there's For no sure. word on exactly how how uh, how big how big the hard drive is going to be, but Looks like it's going to cost about 500 and it almost certainly will not be here this year. Uh, it looks like it looks yeah. like 2020 almost certainly at this point. But again, this is all we'll say speculation, but you sure. know, for what that's yeah, worth. That was one thing that was kind of interesting to me is like I saw I saw multiple headlines and, and stories where they were talking like this is the feature that Xbox has to have. And oh, my goodness, the PlayStation has this one thing. And it was the SSD. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, of course it's going to have an SSD. Like, like who right. the fuck is going to go back to the, the older form of hard drives after <laughs> yeah. the SSD? It's like, that's like a no brainer. Every console is going to have it. To be honest with you, I don't, I didn't see anything. And this is again, like we kind of got a bare bones idea of what's going into it. I didn't see anything about the specs where I'm like, okay, cool. Like, like, right. like it just seems like kind of plain to me. Like there's doesn't seem to be any real gimmick, which to be honest, the PS4 was kind of plain. Um, the Xbox, mm. their original version of it was slightly underpowered compared to the PS4, but they were like trying to do some weird things that ultimately didn't work. You know, they Xbox One certainly lost this like c- console war, if you want to call it that, for this this console cycle. But to me, it seems like they're kind of making mistakes that the Xbox One did, where it's like high price point, and I don't, I don't know, I just don't see a lot of new or interesting features coming to the table. But I. That five hundred dollars is what the Xbox One came, price was priced at when it came out, and that was a huge right. reason that PS4 got ahead of it in console sales. Right, and so it's you. You got to wonder if Microsoft will come in at fifty, hundred dollars lower just to flip the tables a little bit and take the next generation as far as out of the gate popularity. You know, it's it's still early, <laughs> still a, still a good year mm-hmm. out probably from either of those new consoles. But the, the big deal, the biggest deal that I saw that kind of caught my attention was that the, ba- the backwards compatibility, because that was a problem between the sure. PS3 and PS4, you know, so it looks like they're going to yeah. try to keep the PS4 games all backwards compatible to the next one, which will, which will help them. That'll help them. Yeah. I mean, I think that kind of goes into uh, the next thing we're going to talk about, which is Xbox releasing their all digital one S. Right. Uh, and their bundling game pass and gold subscription now um which is something i think microsoft has jumped on and and done much better to your point hunter than sony is backwards compatibility you know uh is it a bummer that you can't stick a xbox 360 disc in yeah but the fact that you have that library still which is a huge library and it's all there digitally is pretty big i've still got i've got some original xbox games i can play now on my Xbox One, you know what I'm Which saying? Is awesome. I think I can play. Speaking yeah. of Star Wars, I can play Battlefront Two. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. You uh, can't play it online though. 
unfortunately, no. with, with, with your friends. We discovered that last night. <laughs> but Damn. What a great game that was. Fantastic. Brooks, if, let's pretend you work at a massage parlor in Thailand. How far would you be willing Naturally. to go to get an all-digital Xbox One S? Full Robert Kraft, I bet. Uh, am I like what, what capacity do I work here? Am I giving You're massages the or am I like the receptionist? <laughs> You're the manager. You. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I have I have an Xbox One <laughs> S, so I don't really need another one. Okay, let's assume I broke your current one. <laughs> Wild speculation. Play the game, Brooks. I need mm-hmm. you to play the game. Uh, I don't know, Josh. What do you want from me? Ass play? Are you fishing? That's a good start. Hey, Brooks yeah. is back from from his cruise. Let's get him to on here and have him talk about ass play. <laughs> you win. Oh, Perfect. Oh man, yeah. I think this kind of sticks a lot, like with the what Microsoft's been trying to do over the last few years is is treat consoles more as like versions of a cell phone, and so. Yeah, they're toward the end of this console cycle. I think the all digital thing's cool. I think it would be more effective if it was at two hundred dollars. I think a lot of people thought two fifty was a little high, yeah. but but I I think you know to get people into it or whatever, cool. But like I I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I, I think it's just like yeah, it's something else to offer, and that's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was just to hold them over till the next console release. But I'm I like. I, I still like holding the disc. It still pisses me off that they That's don't me. give manuals with games anymore. You just got to go on. It's just an empty case with the disc in it when you buy it. I, I miss being able to read the manual and all that shit. So. Same. I still look for it every time. I do too. <laughs> I do too. So I definitely, they'll miss me with that shit. But Those days are gone, gentlemen. Long gone. gone. We're relics. Yeah. A lot of us. I mean, you think GameStop is doing bad now? Just imagine if all consoles go to digital download. We're not going to have any gone. gaming stores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She gone. Yeah. Thought this was America. Which, I mean, I hate to say, I mean, but like, if it's going this, that is, way. this, this confesses my like absolute laziness. But if I have a game on a disc now versus playing a game that's just on my hard drive, I just play the game on the hard drive, even if the game disc is like two feet away from me. I'm like, oh, I'll have to open it. <laughs> I'll have to put it in. God. I'll that's have to, you know. <laughs> Like I, I'm like all about the digital thing at this point, uh, <laughs> is, which you could game is, share and stuff too. Game share, exactly. That's that, yeah. that's what that's the big thing for me. Mm-hmm. I like I loved. I would get this. Like I said, Josh, I work at an electronic store, so I would usually get the steelbook stuff when they came out and try to keep a collection of that and some Blu-rays and stuff. But anymore, it's just so much easier to have it all digitally, take it anywhere. A lot of Microsoft stuff, if you have a PC, you know, you get the Play Anywhere titles and all that. So they definitely make it advantageous. Kyle, why don't you tell us a little bit about World War Z that launched this week? Well, from the review I read on it, there's not much on it. <laughs> yeah, this game... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like... like you said, yeah, kind of like a Left for Dead-esque type of game it seemed like from what i was reading on it yeah now you you were a pretty big fan of left for dead right i was yeah playing with other people i will say that they had sure. the the squad set up pretty well in there but sounds like this game's even a little more plain you know on left for dead they had the you know, different types of zombies different effects what have you but this literally just sounds like just mobs of zombies and you're shooting at them and it's when's the same. that when's that shit gonna play out like yeah. When, when, when is it done? 
was I saw another commercial for like I think it was Dawn or something. Another zombie. Oh, and they're game. doing so, Dying Light yeah. too, and then Days, Days Gone. Days, Days Gone, Gone is the one that comes out next week. Okay, maybe that's the one. Yeah. What the? Like, I feel like The Last of Us did something uh, cool with it, but everything else just it, it, the game mechanics are different, the stories are different, but it just feels very much the same anymore. Well, yeah. I think they can make it a good game if they did it like the book. You have so many, like, you know, 13 different unique situations, but they're really smart and really cool setup situations. But it sounds like they just kind of added some of the movie and then just copy and pasted. Oh, wait. So it's four hours. Based off the book and the movie. No, it's not. If they did it off the book, it would have been great. But it sounds like they just took it apart from the movie. Well, I guess the movie and book, you know, had zombies hoard up, and that was literally like the only thing. Is Brad Pitt's butt going to be in it? (laughs) No, Brad Pitt's butt will not be in it. Yeah. Fuck. And he will not come to your Taiwanese massage parlor. To write him a strongly worded letter. PS5. Um, nah. I let Josh write my letters for me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, this, uh, what I understand is like a smaller studio that had in basically designed some interesting kind of hive ai like did they really like trying to do something different with like kind of a hive mind ai component so they program it into the game and then they were like man we're such a small studio we'll never have the name recognition or marketing dollars to get this out there and so they reached out to paramount pictures and licensed it for licensed the movie mm-hmm. uh, to use for the game which then paramount pictures didn't really throw in much money by actually. Oh, of uh, you get the name recognition just that goes along with it. But I mean, the movie came out what five, six years ago. I mean, that's oh, like, yeah. it's going to be a, an immediate like grab. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, it was that's a, pretty a slow good movie, burner. But, yeah, that's yeah, a slow burn. Mm-hmm. So I forgot that actually existed until I saw we were talking about it. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's kind of the issue. Yeah. But uh, one thing it said that sounded interesting to me was, um, I guess the zombies can group together and make bridges. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to get wine to. and stuff. Yeah, which, about uh, that's kind of cool. They only took from like the book and movie. And that was about it. I, mean, I I definitely think there'd be some good parts in it. You know, as the, the review said, there were some fun parts, but overall, it doesn't sound too great. Well, we've spent money on a lot shittier looking games, so I'm sure we'll that's buy that true. one too. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Generation Zero. Yeah, which yeah. we still haven't played it after that <laughs> fix. They put that yeah, yeah. I have had a good time on that. So I have too. I haven't. I have a little more tolerant of. Yeah, yeah. We're a little more tolerant of games that are buggy messes. <laughs> but <laughs> it's nonsense. Not that that's it's like nonsense. a noble trait. Yeah, it's not like yeah. necessarily a but good I, trait. <laughs> I haven't given that one a fair run. I'm just talking shit. So. Don't yeah. suit me. Yeah. And Alexis, we're so glad that you're willing to join us because we wanted to talk about a little feature that came to the Sims version for Xbox. Would you like to tell us about it? Yes. No, this was super exciting for, you know, a big chunk of the Sims following is that they finally got the keyboard and mouse compatibility, which I didn't realize that it wasn't until you mentioned something, Josh. And I was like, well, that's dumb. Like, why isn't that a thing? (laughs) You're literally a huge computer franchise. Why don't you make your consoles just like that? But they announced it. It dropped on the 16th. Yes, the 16th. And so, like, it's good to go. You can plug in, and it's, like, exactly like playing on the computer. I played maybe an hour of The Sims 4. I bought it to 
as something I could play with my niece. I played it for maybe an hour and I just stopped mostly because I found like the building really frustrating and kind of switching tasks and stuff. Yeah, no, I've read that that was been the most difficult thing. You really want to build anything that's not just like a basic square because of the console controls, which for me, like building's a huge part of the game. Like I, that's one of my favorite things to do. That's how my dad and I spend time together. He'll literally come over and we spend an entire day just building a restaurant and I'm showing him the same five couches, but it's a great time. <laughs> and so it was exciting to see that, you know, to bring the aspect to console because it just makes it so much easier for y'all. And then I just found out that the game pack spa day is now on console. So it's another one of the expansions that you can get to just kind of increase your gameplay. What's in that pack? Yeah. Uh, essentially, you can, I mean, Brooks could go to the massage parlor and get a massage in, a, you know, <laughs> in Taiwan if you wanted to set it up that way. <laughs> but could I give a massage? You could. It, you could get the massage table, like, at your house, or you could probably, like, make a store and just, you know, have people running through that, <laughs> giving them <laughs> massages constantly. Okay. But that's the biggest thing is that, it gave you a new community <laughs> lot that's a spa, which, I mean, is cool. I personally don't use, like, I don't send my Sims to the spa that often. But, like, it came with uh, an object that you can make a steam room with. And so, like, your Sims can die in that steam room for getting overheated. And they can also woohoo. So those were, like, super exciting things. That's what the Sims community gets excited about. New deaths and new ways to fuck. That's all they care yeah. about. Yeah. Hey, that's all that Kyle cares about. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that I care about. I think you've just sold like three more copies of Sims 4. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like, it's like, uh, it's under 10 bucks right now on the, again, spring sales going on uh, on Xbox. Oh, dang. So yeah. For the base game, you can get it I for eight it. or nine dollars. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And then that way, you, you know, you can feel a little less guilty about buying expansions if you're unsure about that. So. Um, let's kind of segue into what we've been playing lately because I've been playing the Sims for in preparation for this discussion (laughs) and Alexis, I have, I've lived, I've laughed, I've lost. I fell in love with some woman whose last name was Caliente. (gasps) You got with one of the Caliente sisters. Oh, Mm -hmm. we banged one time or woohooed, excuse me. And she it's immediately went rated. from being an adult to an elder <laughs> right oh. after that session. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so like she's this, you know, sexy redheaded lady, and then she's like a grandma immediately you after the, the, the youth sex. right out of her. I oh screwed my God. the youth right out oh, of her. Wow. And it put me in a precarious position because it was like, <laughs> do I continue to love this woman? <laughs> All that's changed is her age, you know? Um, the stamina of a legend. Uh, the stamina, yeah. I uh, <laughs> so after that, I decided I was going to like try to oh, break man. the game in different yeah. ways, and so I tried to um, have as many illegitimate children as I possibly could. Oh uh, yes, and, uh, there's many challenges based on that. Good job. Is there a cap <laughs> to that? Because I haven't hit it no, yet. Uh, no, as long as they're not in your household. You can yeah. just keep popping them out there because, like, your Sweet. household limit's eight. So as long as they're not okay. living with you, you're golden. That's good advice. 
That's yeah. that's helpful. That's <laughs> I'm going to apply that to my real life, <laughs> um, which which I mean I I, I already acted yeah. on in some way after Hurricane yeah. Katrina. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so that happened to me. I I murdered a guy just for funsies, and then Ooh, uh, how did you murder back. him? It wasn't that sexy. I did the classic trap him in a tight space with no food or uh, okay way yeah. to relieve himself. Yeah, what are some of the ways? <laughs> well, well, let me finish this, and then then I'll ask for better ways to kill people. Um, oh, I've got him. But <sighs> Um, oh, I, uh, after he died, he came back as a ghost yes. and proceeded to just break my toilet. And then he left. That's all he did. <laughs> that was the only thing he did when, when he that. haunted me. Um, that was amazing to me, but yeah, um, I'm, so I'm doing the like life of crime thing. And I'm, one thing I like about the game too, is you can do like kind of freelance projects. You can write books and screenplays and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And you can name them whatever you want. And I kept, I kept trying to yes. find something that would get censored. And I went pretty, pretty dark. <laughs> and uh, I just want you guys to know that so far, um, MILF City 2 is my highest grossing screenplay. Best um, seller. Yeah. I was inspired by last week's episode. And oh, uh, yeah, so it's, it's doing well. But yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit about like trying to break the game, different ways to kill Sims and stuff. Um, there's and, so uh, many different ways. Like you mentioned the, all of the children thing. That's a great way to break it. Finding, like trying to do all the different types of deaths that the Sims have to offer is just really satisfying. Some really great ones came with some different packs that they re uh, released. Um, like OG favorite of mine, base game, is getting a cow plant. Josh, I know I sent you okay. a picture of this. Yeah, yeah. Guys, you should look up a picture of a cow plant. It's beautiful. Oh, I've seen my lady friend use that. Yes. Your lady friend, huh? Very what school funny. does she go to, Kyle? The school of Kyle. She went to school of hard knocks. Sign me up. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Oh, she, goes to, she goes to school in Arizona. Her name is uh, Marizona. Didn't know her. <laughs> oh my gosh. What yeah. was okay, cow plant. Yes. So you grow a cow plant and you've got to take care of it and feed it. But if you don't feed it, it like puts out, I don't know if it's its tongue. I'm going to say it's its tongue, but it looks like a piece of cake attached to something. And it just dangles that for unsuspecting sims and when a sim tries to eat it the cow plant eats the sim and then the first time doesn't kill them so they're just completely traumatized for the rest of their life i think uh and then so if they are still like in a lot of like uncomfortable i think is the mood and they get eaten again that's when it kills them but the beautiful thing about it is that when your sim gets eaten you have to milk the cow plant and when the sim dies you milk a life essence that you can drink and it makes you basically live forever. Like if you keep drinking life essences, you're going to live forever. That took a How do I get this? Turn. That's dark. Yes. <laughs> my Frank, my Frank shield <laughs> character needs to live forever. And keep <laughs> populating the world. Yeah. Yes. I met my daughter for the first time at my birthday party. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> 
awkward. <laughs> Years <laughs> after I had had her. Classic Frank Shield. Yeah. Oh, we always thought his kids were taken, but he's just trying yeah. to find all of his illeg- illegitimate kids. Yeah. <laughs> I've miscounted and misplaced them. At some <laughs> point, if if Frank keeps up this lifestyle, you'll have to be careful on who he seduces, because essentially everyone's gonna die and it'll just be your children. Like, yeah, yeah, I lost Miss Caliente. She died already, <laughs> and I was really torn about that i was in a grieving state for a good three days i think on the game yeah, yeah you <laughs> fucked the life wow. right out of her dude that was <laughs> wow. yeah he did i was gonna say i did i think i figured out a way that you could basically be a prostitute if you're interested oh. on the sims absolutely well, of course yeah. i don't have it but i'll download so... it <laughs> 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 Eight bucks, uh, you say, for that. Yeah. <laughs> Eight bucks. Yeah, but this, uh, next, next week, I'll have uh, Prostitute Simulator 8 review for you guys. <laughs> Ta- the book um, title, Firehouse Sluts 9. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, to be a prostitute. So once you get your charisma skill up to a certain level, you can start asking people for money. And so oh. I figure if you just woohoo them and then right after ask them for money and they give oh, it to you, then like you've got yourself a side hustle. Yeah. Legend. That's my oh, wife, my ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Lucky what, what else? What else does everybody been <laughs> play? Uh, we'll get more because we, we want to kind of feature simulation and strategy games in this episode. So we'll, we'll go a little more in depth with it. But um, yeah. what else is everybody else into? Uh, the the, sta- the standards, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, of uh, Apex and whatnot. But I did play some Halo Wars recently mm-hmm. on the strategy simulator. That's a uh, those are great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Have you got jamming on the classic. I love. I haven't played much Halo of the Wars. Halo Wars. I haven't. I didn't yeah, play haven't. much of the second one, but I played. I played a lot of the first one. It plays the exact same. There's, there's new, there's <laughs> different stuff. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a handful of new stuff in it, but it's, it, it plays the same basically. You know, sure. but it's, it's, it's great. It's one of those you can't play online. It's not possible. So I don't ever play multiplayer on that. Like a real pud, I just play do the skirmishes <laughs> against the computer, and that's I enjoy myself on that because. That's that's one of those online communities that's just it's just full of murderers, and I don't think I've ever won an online match of Halo Wars. Sure, yeah, I don't think I have either. I, yeah, Kyle, I'm kind of curious. We you know we, we play Apex a lot. Everybody in the group, um, minus Alexis. Come on, Alexis. But, I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I'm curious what you think of they they did a that patch this week where they buffed the big guys. They gave them a 10 percent damage reduction. And then, so that's Caustic Gibraltar. And then they buffed all the snipers and nerfed the wingman and the Spitfire. How are you feeling about the current meta? I'd still like to try it. Well, I guess G7's kind of a sniper. Uh, I enjoyed using that. Uh, I kind of liked it to start with, but yeah, it's even better now. Yeah. Uh, Spitfire's always been good. I still uh, I didn't notice the fix too much. I mean, I was still able yeah. to do some good damage with it. 
Yeah, I'm glad they didn't nerf that one too much. It, it still feels good. The wingman took a pretty serious hit, though. Only having four bullets in it whenever you again it's rough. Yeah, to nerf it twice. Is, That's a which, bummer. I mean, the, the first nerf didn't do much, in my opinion. But like, golly, they're just they're killing that gun. Yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, I just maybe I can't use it for shit to start with. Stop carrying it after like, the first nerf. Yeah, like I just I don't know. I just didn't like it to the, from the get go. So I don't know why they'd nerf it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this meta more than I thought I would. When I read the patch notes, I was like, oh god, we're gonna put more emphasis on snipers. Which one thing I really liked about Apex was it like always forced you into close combat engagements, which kept the mm-hmm. action really intense and kept the matches moving really briskly. Indeed. Versus like PUBG, where a lot of it comes down to sniping and carefully peeking and that kind of stuff, and slows the game way down. Man, I, I think it feels pretty good. I love the G7 Scout right now. It's kind of made yeah. it more of like a, a mid-range game, but you can use that gun up Whoa. really close. I'm, I'm basically running it like I used to run the Wingman, really. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. you can do the same with the triple take and the longbow. I feel right now because I picked the longbow up early match um, last night and I popped off two rounds and they reduced the amount of time between firing shots and it felt really good. Nice. Yeah. And then there's not as much damage drop off or as much um, bullet drop either. So, I mean, it's, it's much easier to hit with it and stuff, which is cool too. That's good. I liked that one before that. I haven't played since this patch. Um, any other, any other games in the mix? Uh, me or who we're we still on me here. Sure. Anybody. Um, I'm still on Assassin's Creed. There Geek. it is. It's never going to end. <laughs> yep. There it, it is. is. The drinking game that's emerged. Yep. From this podcast. Yeah. Three for three. <laughs> yeah. What? Wait. Still going. No, not going into too many details. Just, I will want to finish the damn thing. But. Have you banged more than five people yet in that game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Ooh. All right. Good. Speaking mm. of prostitutes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone's going to be money too because you do them for missions. And they're like, here's some True. money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now Brooks is interested in playing the game. Nope. Still not. <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, the drinking game? I did I did I miss that? Did we actually make up a drinking game? I'm just saying we could if you drank every time we mentioned Assassin's Creed. You know. <laughs> Should we do that? Should that be our official podcast drinking game? A shot <laughs> every time. Make it through. No, 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 no. A shot every time Assassin's Creed is mentioned and we'll name the drinking game. Alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the, the the name needs to be rooted in Greek history in some way. Um, I'll work on that. Yes. Thank I you. Like puns. Thank you, Alexis. Yeah, I know. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> but we could do that whenever um, Kyle and Hunter take us to the sealed section for a, a spoiler episode on the. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And then I mean, we talk to the drinking game. That way, Brooks can tolerate it. Yeah. Um, oh, how many have slobbered? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Brooks, let's talk about our review this week, which is a police simulator. So it ties in with our feature as well. And that, that is the soundtrack of Beat Cop that you're listening to. Yeah, so it's great. Played, it's cool. Yeah, it's it's a little pixel art side-scrolling game, um, and it's set in 1980s New York, and it's got all of the cop cliches from that era and like you work at the 69th precinct and everybody cusses a lot and the little dialogue bubbles and um you you're constantly writing like parking tickets and tickets for 
bad tires and broken lights and these kind of mundane tasks. But at the same time, you're this disgraced former detective who uh, people think might have murdered someone and stolen something from a senator and you have to pay alimony to your ex-wife. So this is a game for me. Like oh, wow. you're constantly you're having to take bribes and stuff so you can you can uh pay your alimony. You oh, you're, you're writing a parking ticket and somebody comes up and they'll be like, Oh, I was hoping I could maybe offer you something that rhymes with vibe or whatever. You know? Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. But so you How have all those this mechanics game? and interest intensive. Uh, this is a fifteen dollar game. And I mean, I've put probably three or four hours into it and I'm, I think I'm probably should have at the halfway point, to be honest, I was hoping to finish it before it got on. Um, but it, it, beyond all of that, you have a mafia presence and then you have a, a gang presence and you can like help one of those entities and be a dirty cop. But the more you like piss them off, the more they'll do stuff to you. Uh, like I opened a briefcase that I thought they were paying me off at one point and <laughs> it was a bomb. And so then you have to like, I had to choose which wire oh. to cut and stuff. <laughs> so like it has these little, little things like that, that, that twist in there, but it's, it's a, um, it's a fun game. It's cool. Anything you want to add bricks? Yeah, no, I, I didn't get to play a whole lot of it. Um, I just got back the last couple of days and gotten back to work, but uh, it, the city feels like really vibrant and alive. Um, yeah, from what I've played for a side scroller, uh, there's just a lot going on and you'll walk the panel and come back the same way. And there'll be other stuff. I noticed like I was in this little area. I walked away, I walked back and there was this guy hanging out one of the apartment windows with a boom box, blasting some, some music and head banging. It's just little stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. It was, it, it seemed like I'm, I'm excited. I should say to, to put some more hours in it. Is it a co-op? Is there a co-op function on that one? No, no, didn't think so. No, it's a it's a good one when you're kind of. I feel like it's a one of those games where you're just like, there's nothing I really want to get into that's going to be, you know, real super engaging. Yeah, and there's there's like a time management thing too because you're working a shift, and so it's broken. Each kind of chapter is a, a day on the beat, and so you'll have events that are going to happen at a certain time, or you need to meet someone at a certain time, and so you're uh, you're kind of managing that as well which kind of can add some interesting tension to it because, you know, you can get a call on a robbery and you're going to do that, but you were supposed to meet a mafia contact to help them clear out a parking space so they can move in some things and, you know, all kinds of different scenarios mm-hmm. emerge and stuff on it. But for a really simple game, it's like, it's got a pretty in-depth kind of systems to it really. What are the graphics like? Cause I picture it like eighties pixelated, it, Old it is exactly that. Yeah. Yes. And the soundtrack's cool. Very and it's nostalgic. cool too when you walk into different restaurants and stuff, because you can go in the shops that are around the street that you're walking. And when you go in, um, there's a diner, for example, and it, it uses old football commentary. And it's really cool. Like oh, you nice. walk in and you just hear them like play calling and stuff from these old football games that you know, happened in the past and stuff. And that kind of adds some flair to the um, environment. And then you go into Italian restaurant and Italian music's playing and, and like Brooks awesome. you can pass people that are playing boom boxes and stuff. Um, are there any massage parlors of the Filipino type for certain players <laughs> in this group? I think we've mentioned Thailand. Or is it Thailand? Thailand? 
well, and the Philippines tonight, which yeah. may be like lately racist. Yeah. yeah. No, not if you say shout out. <laughs> oh, shout out. Shout out. I wish I'd let you finish before I said that racist bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there's not. You, you, there are prostitutes, though. There are prostitutes. So you that look, seems to be the what? common thread tonight in all these games. <laughs> we have a show title. Yeah. <laughs> Beat Cop. It's uh, <laughs> it's worth a look. It's it's good. Let's circle back to Sims 4. Let's talk simulation and strategy games. Um, Alexis, were you new to the Sims franchise when you picked up 4, or had you been a longtime fan? I have been playing Sims since Sims 1, since I was a okay. wee tot. Sure. I mean, so I've been following it since the very beginning. One of my friends played it at her house on like a sleepover, and I've been addicted ever since. Nice. Like, at this point, I don't even ask Hunter, like, hey, can I buy this? I'm just like, hey, this is coming out this day. Be ready. <laughs> and then he gets like a whole month of, oh, they just released this. Oh, did you hear about this? I found out there's a new couch, you know, and it's just. Right. That sounds familiar. <laughs> with uh marizona yep <laughs> you're real to those arizona the left is one of my favorite regions it's <laughs> <laughs> got the perfect dryness oh, no no can't go down this road um, okay, so we've been playing The Sims for a while. What <laughs> what new addition is, additions in in four um, have kept you playing? Because you've you've played the game a lot and you've played it a lot for a long time. So obviously there has to be something in there that's that's constantly like satisfying to you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this game you can really let your creativity flow. Essentially, whether sure. it's with the people you're creating. Hunter knows right now I'm super addicted to just like looking up different races and just trying to make the person and, you know, seeing how close I can get it just because you can move and manipulate so many different details now. Where like in Sims 1, I remember you literally had a set, like a list of different heads you could choose and a list of different bodies. And that was it. Like you didn't even change the hair color. You're literally just, oh, well, I guess that's the head I'm going to have this time. And and then the bodies had the same outfit on every single time. You couldn't even change the outfit. And then now, you know, you can make... Hunter saw it on YouTube. They, people will make the most ridiculous-looking humans and then make a challenge out of it called Breed Out the Weird. And so they make the most <laughs> terrifying-looking humans. And then they are like you, Josh, where they just, you know, woohoo with everybody. And hopefully their kid comes out looking kind of normal. And then they'll take that kid and have them woohoo with someone and like try to get them normal looking again through the generations uh but the building you can do so much more now i have never been so excited about like how you can manipulate a roof until the sims 4 was released i think i watched that video like 20 times just seeing all the different ways you could do it it's pretty wild how how high can you build up like how many floors can you do um i think the max floors you could do is like four but then you can still put like a roof on top of that. And then recently you could probably get, don't quote me on this. I don't know if you can get higher or not, but they've just within the last six months added terrain ma manipulation. Yeah. And so I know like you can definitely add some height to your builds with that. And then you can, you know, build basement levels. So if you want your house just humongous, that's one way to come about it. But 
I'm constantly just trying to build new random things and people. And I think that's the biggest thing. And then all the expansions they have just gives you more opportunity to be more creative. I I think The Sims is like classically seen as this gendered game that only ladies play. But the openness that we've discussed and all the customization you can do really allows anybody to make it almost anything they want it to be, which is, is really fun, really satisfying. Josh, yeah, how I many th- people would you say you've banged in this game? Seeing as you like that question. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the population of India up to these days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <My> God. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, three. <laughs> um, I, knew I don't know. Not not really that many. Um, but I'm working on One it. Okay, I'm a work in progress, <laughs> and every day I'm getting better. <laughs> And procreating and then abandoning the consequence of my <laughs> um, oh, cool let's American let's talk way. about yeah. the american way let's talk about some uh specifically let's let's go from the xbox frame what are some of the strategy games or simulation games that you guys have played on on xbox um i played some city skylines on xbox one yeah um, which I didn't get super far into that. Uh, but I've played a lot of Civ Six on my Switch. I know this is an Xbox podcast. You guys probably heard me playing that the first time we podcasted. Uh, Sounded fun. Yeah is that a is that the right exhilarating podcasted? Uh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, it's it's a great game. Um, it's one that I think the keyboard support coming to Sims, and I haven't played Sims in a long time, but on the console is really cool. But I've adapted pretty quickly on the switch to the controls Civ six. And so it feels really good. Um, one of the big things is you can just click in the stick to center um, oh, on nice, the, yeah. where you're at. And so once you kind of figure that the little shortcuts and stuff out, it controls really well on there. Um, but I don't, can you civilizations on Xbox, isn't it? The, yes, they did civilization revolution. Yeah. But which was kind of a, played. Yeah. It was a slightly watered, down version i mean it just wasn't quite as feature rich and didn't have like all the yeah. like political stuff you can do and i still the thought that was fun PC entries. oh no i, I loved I played it, it I played quite a, a ton of it yeah. i played on my phone yeah they have oh, a yeah. version for the phone i mean the sims and city skylines and civ 6 even at some points give you a lot of variety but i feel like so many of the, like the rts games on console are just the combat based you know yeah. Halo Wars, um, Halo Wars Two. Yeah, they had. Oh. I can't remember what was they had a Lord of the Rings one for 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it just Battle, Battle for, for Middle Earth or something? Yeah, Battle for Battle for Middle Earth. Yeah, those yeah. weren't bad, but those uh, were also just combat based. So I don't know. I just you think that they would there would be more in that genre. I think part of the problem is you can't use uh, the controller is just so awkward, you know, compared to using a keyboard and mouse. So. Never know. We yeah. may see. We may see see some some new ones coming up in the future. I hope so. I yeah. I, I understand, Hunter. You and Alexis have been playing Jurassic World lately. Yes. The game's what are you great about this one. Yeah. Listen, you know how I stole my grandparents' Star Wars movies. Oh, I God. never gave back the Jurassic Park. That's my life. <laughs> um, so when life Jurassic World. 
basically. So when Jurassic World, I think it's Jurassic World Evolution is the full name of it, came out, like I watched every single video on it. My husband can confirm that when I released my first dinosaur into the habitat, like I had a tear in my eye and I was just like, look at how beautiful this is. And the graphics are amazing. Like it, oh, the six-year-old Alexis come right out. <laughs> it does look great. The, the graphics are, it, it's a lot of fun. You got to build the fences and the viewing towers and the, you got to do the power and build shops to earn money to do all that kind of crazy shit. And there's storms that come through like tornadoes and shit. So you got to have storm shelters and they'll knock your fence down. Then you got T-Rex just roaming, yeah. eating people. There, it's, there's a lot to it. It's, there's a lot to it. it it's a lot of fun though. It, it's a it's good awesome. game. Yeah. What, what yeah. type of like dinosaur related episodes can happen that throw a kink in your, your management of this attraction? The biggest thing is when storms like break down your fences. I had like eight velociraptors escape and not enough places for people to hide, if that's what you're talking about. Are there any Jeff Goldblum cameos in this? He, yes, voice ones for sure. And it like brings oh. up a little picture and at the beginning of every island, it's his voice telling you all about it and like the story behind that island awesome. and what you'll have to do. No, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> that game... It hit feel. I grew up on like all of the tycoon games. I don't know if any of y'all played those. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I played Roller Coaster Tycoon, Zoo Tycoon. Zoo was my favorite personally. But yeah. so besides my just obsessive love for dinosaurs, it brought back the you know tycoon games that I used to just spend my weekends on as a kid. And yeah, yeah it's really heartwarming. It's great. That's cool. now on the Jurassic. It's called, what's the game called again? Jurassic World? Jurassic World Evolution. Jurassic World Evolution, nice. Now, could I theoretically raise a pack of raptors and then set them loose inside of a Thai massage parlor that I <laughs> built? Yep. <laughs> sure. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to our friends in Thailand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Uh, what up? Trying to get a new demographic here. Gotta get Come those... On. Get those listeners up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, they live there. They know. They know. <laughs> Have any of you guys played uh, Prison Architect? It was like a free game on Xbox Live Gold a few months ago. Oh, I didn't play it, but I saw a lot of gameplay of it, and I never actually pulled the trigger on it. It looked hilarious. Me too. Yeah. I think I didn't play it much because we watched friend of the show, Adam play it. And Adam has kind of a penchant um, for, uh, I don't know, developing. Yeah. yeah. Nazi-like tendencies. Just like Nazi-like on tendencies. <laughs> on Minecraft, he once made essentially oh, a concentration no. camp for of villagers and then exploited them. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, those villagers were perfectly happy. They had all the doors they could slam, and we knew where to buy books. <laughs> Somebody had so to do fun. it. It was so he was strong. Who are you people? Us. Adam was stronger <laughs> yeah. than all of us. <laughs> Goodness. Of us had but he stomach. really loved Prison Architect. So much so <laughs> that I I felt like I, I couldn't go in on it. Jotted um, some notes out, down. Out of moral consciousness. Yeah, um, but yeah, that, that one is an interesting one to see. I, I don't know how I feel about it, but um, I kind of wanted to open it up to the simulation or strategy games we'd like to see. 
on console. Because I do think with the keyboard support and stuff, I think there may be an influx of them. Um, what types of these games? Anybody have a concept that they'd like to see executed? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, for one, I would love to see them remake Oregon Trail. That game, like, with all these modern survival games and stuff and these big maps, you could take a map the size of Generation Zero or the map the size of Day Z and just set it in that time period and have you travel from point A to point B and have to survive. Yeah. And I think that would be a hell of a game. Die from dysentery. Yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, I also, there's so many of these farming simulator games, and just planting stuff and watching it grow, and and that's just not something I want to do in a video game environment. But uh, this is something I've riffed on a million times. I'm sorry, it's all been off mic. I have to get it down on a recording. But I think there's a reason I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, I think there should be a realistic farming simulator where the bank's constantly threatening to foreclose on your white ass and you have to make deals with depression. Yeah, you're battling depression. (laughs) Yeah, there's days you can't get out of bed. (laughs) Alcoholism, yes. Oh, Um, man. Oh, you're in this closet of your apartment. (laughs) You're basically in this never-ending devil's triangle between (laughs) you, the cartel, and the police. And, uh, newfound love for the, your goat. Uh. Yes, some bestiality components <laughs> would be good. What? What? What's her name? Marizona? No. <laughs> that is not. You drag Marizona into this. Yeah. You put that on her. Uh, no, that would this be is, this is one of this is one of my favorite ideas you've had, Josh, is for this game. I was <laughs> I was gonna let you bring it up. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna step on your toes here. Because this this sounds like so much fucking fun. I'd play the yeah. shit out of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The man, the like man shows up from the bank with the sheriff outside of the yeah. front door to yeah. evict you, and you have the the choice to you know like pull your shotgun on him or go out peacefully. Horizons, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dream, all, all yeah. that kind of yeah. all that kind of shit, and you're just trying to grow your weed and shrooms. Integrity Farms. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the best title we have for that game. So far. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Have to change the spelling. I do too. It marked. What's yeah, in the box? Man. Integrity. <laughs> well, I think uh, unless you have something to add, I think that's a, a wrap from from me on my thoughts on simulation strategy games. Anybody have anything else they want to add? Like uh, I'd like an honorable mention for Toy Soldiers. It was an oh, okay. uh, indie game. There's a one and two, um, and it was it's, it's more of a Disney movie. <laughs> oh, no, that also actually that was a great movie too. But yes. uh, no, it's a yeah. it's a tower defense style game. But it's like in a kid's bedroom, and you're playing as the little green toy, like the army men soldiers. But you can there's planes and tanks and all that kind of shit. But it, it's a lot of fun. They just the enemy just sends waves at you, and you have to set up different turrets and that. But the aesthetic of it's a lot of fun. That's there's a, one fun on um, Xbox. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm Toy, talking about. Toy Soldiers Cold Cold War, I think. Yeah, that's is. the second one. Yeah, Toy yeah, Soldiers Cold War. Yeah, it's a blast. It's it's great. Yeah, I'd love to see some more of those. That would be really cool. Yeah, those are those are worth checking out. I don't know what they're running now, but they can't be very expensive if you want something like a little like a tower defense type of game that's not plants versus zombies. Then sure. uh, that that's one that's a fun one to check out. Fucking cool. zombies. 
<laughs> Stop making <laughs> zombie like games. Third offense. I like those themes. Well, cool. All right. Well, as we say on every episode of What's in the Box, Brooks, why don't you tell us what's in the box? Yeah, absolutely, man. This week in the box, we've got a couple things um, that we're going to give away next week, actually. Juicy. Yeah. So uh, one of them is a gift certificate for one free massage at my <laughs> Thai massage parlor. Classic. Assplay does cost additional. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> And then That's we also are going to get a photo of Kyle's lady friend uh, who lives in Arizona. And you guys <laughs> probably don't know her. <laughs> but she's very real. My she goes to a different school. <laughs> yep, her parents move around a lot. <laughs> These are all good. <laughs> oh, I don't know where to cut the uh, podcast. Yeah, all right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other thing I would like to add is there's a written letter stating the proof of my girlfriend, written by none other than Josh Hutton. Yeah. What do you believe? I knew it was written by a legal Josh, document. So, so I took that out earlier, yeah. ripped it up, and uh, <laughs> of course <laughs> now we're disputing what's in. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting for my life over. <laughs> <laughs> it's like listening to two nerds <laughs> LARPing. <laughs> <laughs>